Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Adam. And as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Becca and Nicole. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm just now realizing that it's been a long time since I've led because that felt, that felt weird, you know? Yeah. I think it, it has been a long time since you've led. It's, it's funny because we take, typically take turns leading, but it's like, sharing I forget after three weeks what our intro is yeah Yeah. becca what are you drinking out of it's my cup is inside of this tape i don't know i just did that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i was like is this a blender situation what is going on it's just water i'm your girl has gotta hydrate you know gotta hydrate that parasite's sucking the life out of you she's taking it She's taking it all. I've been so dizzy the last couple of days, though. Like, well, when I was filming videos, I was just talking and I was like seeing stars. Like my vision was going. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, oh no. God, do you have a life alert? That scares me. Oh, God. <laughs> if I stop talking for a while, you know, it's OK. <laughs> uh, I'm anemic. So it's just it happens. <laughs> So is Mia. Mia like will go to do something and she's like, oh, I got up too fast. And I was like, that's not normal. Did you take your iron this morning? <laughs> yeah. She's like, no. Wait, I get dizzy if I get up too fast. That's not normal. No. Oh, my gosh. Really? Unless you're like <laughs> whipping yourself out of bed. Then, yeah. But like no, if I'm on, if I'm down on the floor and I stand up, I'm like, OK, I need a second because things are spinning a bit. Oh, Ooh. yeah, that shouldn't happen. Oh. Do you think maybe it's because you're tall, though? No, <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> it's a long ways from the floor to yeah, the top. Like a, that's like a long yeah. way to fall. It is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, today we're going to be talking about summer care, summer plant care, what we're doing, what's happening, what's going on. But, you know, we do our little chatty catch-ups first. <laughs> What's the 411? What's, what's that, Mean th- Girls? What's the hot gossip? What's, what's the, the 411? <clears throat> I'm a cool mom. I'm not a regular mom. That's true. <laughs> um, right. Catch well, up. I went to Northwestern University yesterday. Can I talk about that? Oh, well, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Someone's raring to go. Yeah, I mean... I just got to talk about it. I have to talk about how I was living vicariously through my 15-year-old. Okay, like I've heard of parents doing this before and being like, you're going to go here because you should and like all this, you know, like because they wanted to. I never wanted to go to college, like never wanted to go. Like I hated school, barely made it through high school. I passed. I graduated. Yeah. But like by the skin of my teeth. And your little plaid skirt. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> in my plaid skirt. Uh, but then I like I went to Northeastern University, which is not a big university. It's I mean, honestly, I feel like it shouldn't even be a university. It should be like a community college. Oh, did you get it? I don't think so. You got to do the slide. I know. I didn't see We're going to be slide. talking about fungus I didn't, I didn't later. I didn't see the slide. um but anyway so i we we toured northwestern which is a university in evanston illinois it's like two miles from chicago and mia's kind of been wanting to go there she's been doing some research it's a kind of a hard school to get into it's they call it like the ivy league of the midwest it's a very good school but like I have never toured an actual university as a 40-year-old adult. Like, I've really? never been to... Yeah, I've never been to a college. Like, it just wasn't a thing mm. for, for my parents. They didn't care. My brother... My dad has two kids outside of my mom that are older. My brother went to college, but he, like, did it on his own and went out of state. And, like, I just never bothered with it, you know? Um, I went to Northeastern for two years, but then, like, I worked full-time in between there so like I never really took it seriously and then I just worked full-time but um this whole college experience thing is so <laughs> cool and this is not new to most people but it was very new to me and it was just so beautiful like Northwestern was around I think they were founded in like the late 1800s and the build like the architecture of some of these buildings are just so incredible mm-hmm. and like i felt like i was walking around like what i imagine harvard or like yale <laughs> campuses to look like like it was just so beautiful you know but it was also pretty cool because there's like i guess it's the only college outside of like florida or california that actually have like private beaches because we're off of lake michigan so like they have two private beaches and like wow you can rent kayaks and like boats and i'm like this is the fucking life they planted trees in the proper proximity to one another to accommodate hammocks so they like rent out hammocks for students it's just like all these little tiny things i was like oh you gotta go here this is so fun (laughs) but um it was a lot of fun i got a little sunburn can we see it on my forehead a little bit did you not wear sunscreen well i did but we're talking about me here okay i was outside Mm. for three hours walking around in the sun but it was like tolerable because we were right off of the lake so it felt cool like it mm-hmm. didn't really feel that hot and you need to reapply every two hours where they get you. i did not reapply so i got like you know like in the creases i'm all patchy anyway um <laughs> but it was just really cute and we had a really good time so she's excited about it but mm-hmm. we're gonna tour some other schools because just in case. And she is only a freshman. So, like, I was like, there's a lot of time okay. to look and but make decisions. There is not a lot of time. She's got to get in clubs. She has got to get those scholarships. <laughs> because that school is going... I mean, you know. That's cha-ching. Yeah. So, ticket price of mm. Northwestern <laughs> University is like $88,000 a year. Jesus. Oh, which, God. Which, you know... America, am I right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, 
I just don't get it. Careful. I don't understand. Careful. Careful. <laughs> careful. Careful. We're losing people because apparently we don't like America. Um, no, like, I just think that that's a lot of money. And I'm not saying that, it, like, obviously professors deserve every dollar more money than they get. Of course. Well, I did do some research on the price and allegedly it comes up as like being like the price is justified on most people's checklists because Mm -hmm. of what the school offers. But it is. It's a lot of money. So our biggest thing is that, you know, we can't afford a university uh, cost. So they'll have to get scholarships or they'll Mm -hmm. have to get financial aid. I really don't want any of the kids taking out student loans just because we all know what student loans do to you after graduation. Yep. And it, I just feel like it literally sets young adults up for complete failure or just stress, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times you don't graduate with a career. You have to find it. You have to go out and find it. And it's bullshit. Yeah, is, more is school. Mia, is Mia leaning towards a certain thing that she would like to do? Yeah, so she's going to be taking psychology next year. And she's thinking of majoring in psychology and minoring in business. But she's not 100% sure. She's going to see how she likes psychology. She's always been interested in it. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't know if she's actually going to like it. So she's... Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, as a fr- as a sophomore in high school, you're allowed to t- you can take psychology class. Like that just wasn't offered to me. No. So, what career path would you have with a psychology major? That's the thing I never understand. Well, I don't know. Like she's thinking of she's thinking of possibly becoming a psychologist and like maybe having a private practice. So mm. she's thinking like. If she did business as a minor, that would set her up for owning her own psychology business, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But also, if she doesn't like psychology, she knows that she wants to have her own business. She doesn't know what she wants it to be, but she likes all the little, like, arts and crafts things. She's creative. So maybe she'd open up, like, I don't know, like a gift shop or something and on the side, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so hard for these kids because like even Tia, like Kayla's still young. She's not in high school yet, but like they don't know what they want to do. And like I sure as shit didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like in my 30s, I was like, yeah, I wish I would have went to school for something completely different. Because like right now, this is not what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. I know. And it's you're right, though, for saying she doesn't have a lot of time because she's already talking to her counselor about the requirements for Northwestern. And it is crazy. Like they do want you to play sports every every year of high school. They want to see that you're involved in the community. They want to see that you're in a bunch of clubs and it's like take AP classes. And it's Mm -hmm. just kind of wild. So, yeah. I'm like, listen, you know, you'll figure it out. But we, we're going to tour University of Michigan in Ann Arbor um, in August. Fun. That's so fun. I feel like college I, visits, they just like do such a good job at making you want to go there. Like every college visit I ever did, I, I left and I was like, that's where I want to go. And then I go to the next one and I would feel the exact same way. Like they just have this like infectious energy. Yeah. Yeah. I never even toured the college that I went ended up going to. Never really? Did. Yeah. 
You're like, fuck it. I mean, I feel <laughs> like, like, I didn't know this was a thing. I really didn't. Like, being a parent, like, I mean. As a freshman, I never knew anyone that went and looked. But that's because that's for the people who are ahead of their game. So that's Mia. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, she definitely wanted to do this, but also like I'm thinking about it from the thought of like, this will get you excited about what to look forward to in the next four years, which is going to come and go so fast. And also it'll let you know, like you look into the college and see what their prerequisites are and like you can take those specific Mm -hmm. classes or just make sure that you're enrolled in AP classes or whatever you know it's just something mm-hmm. to look forward to so she's so cute we bought a northwestern like you know felt flag and she's got she's got a mood board you know <laughs> on, in her room it's very gilmore girls okay oh i love it and she's got uh like a binder and she's gonna keep each college separate and like weigh the options it's very cute that's good i'm here for it i just i get nervous about you know the expectations these schools have on these kids like the acceptance rate at northwestern i think is seven or eight percent i don't have my airpods in again so oh shit it's okay i do the editing so we're fine (laughs) shit (laughs) um (laughs) we're gonna have to remind you (laughs) well it's only 14 minutes Yes. Yeah. Of hell. Like last time it was like 40. Yeah. Um, It's like eight, like seven, between seven and eight percent. So like 2000 kids get in each year, I think, but like 20,000 apply or something like that. It's scary. That is wild. (laughs) Yeah. That is wild. Well, I mean, Rory wanted to go to, spoiler alert, Rory wanted to go to mm -hmm. Harvard. Like her whole yeah. career and then she or yep. high school career and then she decided to go to Yale and she was so happy. She decided on Yale. Yep. She was very happy. You never know. It was a good know. choice for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then like I'm thinking like, okay, like I guess the next election will kind of tell us where we're headed. But I'm like, you know, our surrounding states, we don't we don't want to go down there. We don't want to go to any red states because you're going to be a young adult, a <laughs> young adult woman. Yeah. And you just don't want to get uh, that sad, you know, because there's some good schools down there. Yeah. But it's scary. So anyway, that was the highlight of my week, and it made me realize that I really wish I would have went to college and had that whole college experience, but here I am. I'm not going back to college, but you can, you can I live can live vicari- vicariously through Yeah, you can live through her. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. the, I'm a cool yeah. mom, you know? I'm a cool mom. I come visit. What are we you, eating? Pizza? You, Let's Nicole's, order. Nicole's in the dorm playing Edward 40 Hands with all the kids. <laughs> Oh my god. I got the tape. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god, stop. Do kids still play that, do you think? Oh god, I don't know. I just wonder what things that I was like that we all did in our years. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to I lump really back in that, that, but really it's yeah, I'm, not I'm sitting here it. like giggling along. I don't know what Edward Forty hands is. I was just like, hee hee. <laughs> Isn't it where no idea what that is? 40s, which is like a, a large beer. A, bar, a beer, oh, like a really tape it around, 40 tape it around your hand. So like okay, you, okay. your hands are just 40s, you know? 
Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Did people do that when you were in school, Becca? I I've or seen were they it in too movies? busy with the Twitter and the Facebooks? <laughs> <laughs> we were just too busy. No, I didn't party a lot in college, so I really honestly wouldn't know. I went to like two frat parties, uh, excuse me, fraternity parties, and. <laughs> Uh, one of them was so scarring that I left five minutes after. And then the second one, oh. I went swing dancing with an alum. I was going to say you were swing dancing with that guy. I was swing dancing and he tried to kiss me like three times. I was like, don't mess up my lipstick. No, I don't want to kiss you. And then he walked oh me to God. the game and it was very juvenile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to the homecoming game. So that was really like. I didn't really party in college. Not I'm not trying to be like, oh, I was so much better. I was like yeah. deeply entangled in possibly a Church. cult. So <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. de- definitely a cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing. Like Greek life at Northwestern is not very big. And Mia's not. Well, as of now, she's only 15. But like she doesn't have an interest in that. Like she's not looking for that part of things although when you graduate high school once you go to a few parties in high school i feel like you're like yeah i can do this you know wait speaking of greek life did you did either of you watch the bama rush documentary no i want to skip it skip Skip it it. oh it's bad it's not good okay like define not good it's very off topic like they didn't do what the trailer said they were going to do, essentially. Because it was like, oh. they made it sound like they were going to like expose Greek life. Like, no one will want to join sororities after this. And it was just not... There's no cohesive storyline. The director mm. inserted herself a lot. And, like, sh- you know, she had things to say, and that's valuable. But, like, in this documentary, I don't know. You know what mm. I mean? It was just off yeah. topic. And it was like... Why are we talking about this when we're supposed to be talking about this? You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I was a freshman going to school, like I saw all the Greek tables set up at the union and I was like, losers, like a no interest whatsoever. But I did join a fraternity <laughs> when I was a junior. But I feel like at that mm-hmm. point I was already like, I, I, I couldn't be succumbed to, to peer pressure that would happen to freshmen joining Greek life. Like people being like, mm-hmm. oh, you have to do this. I'm like, I'm older than you and I don't care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I did make some of my best friends there, but it definitely yeah. was not something I ever thought about doing. And the only reason I did is because my girlfriend in, in college was in a sorority. And then I just was around that life and around those people and met some guys in the fraternity that I joined at UNL. And I was like, yeah, this is a good group of guys. And it was really like, it was good. But that's not everyone's experience. And also the whole rush thing for sororities in my campus was a lot different. They had formal rush, whereas fraternities were just open. Mm-hmm. But formal rush is like taking a week and you like visit the houses and then the houses put on a show. Well, I say put on a show, but they basically are told like how to act and like how you speak to people. And then at the end of that, everyone votes like who they want to join. So the the people who are rushing say like, Oh, this is my choice. One, two, and three. And then the sororities go through all of the people and choose who Mm -hmm. they want to accept. And then they match them together. Mm -hmm. It's a very weird process because my girlfriend at the time was in a sorority and she was a president of a sorority and just like watching what they all do and how fake it was. I was like, this feels weird. Like it feels like it's a facade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You weren't in a sorority. Were you Becca? 
No. And I don't want to be insensitive if anybody out there was in a sorority. I'm sure you're great. Obviously, you're listening to the pod. We would definitely be friends. But yeah. uh, most of the <laughs> sorority girls that I interacted with were just not who people I would be friends with ever. And I yeah. just... I, like, in, if they were in my classes, they wouldn't show up or they just would be on their phone the whole time. Like, I don't know. I just didn't have a very good image of sorority girls. But Greek life is, like, pretty big at U of A. There's, like, a few that are, like, top houses and, like, they're all very hot. And, you know, it, it I mean, it yeah. looked interesting. Like, one of my roommates was in a sorority and, like, she took me a few times to, like, eat lunch there. And it was really nice. So, like, I get yeah. it. But no, just generally, like, the people that I would see in Greek life, I'm like, I would not be your friend, so I don't even want to entertain the thought. Like, yeah, yeah. This is not my type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What college did you go to again, Adam? University of Nebraska at Lincoln, UNL. Oh, Lincoln. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's really not interested in all that, but I'm like, maybe you will be. She doesn't seem like one that would. No, and yeah, I think she I would know. find her group elsewhere, you know? Yeah, I think so yeah. too. In she's clubs like, and stuff. Yeah, she's like yeah. artsy and mm-hmm. angsty. I just don't, like, sorority girls just usually aren't like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Typically, generally, let's say. Unless you're in the sorority of House Bunny. Those yeah. girls were... I love that movie. Those girls so much. were. I, I. That's such a great movie. Remember, ladies, the eyes Wait, are the nipples of the face. <laughs> House Bunny. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? The movie's called House Bunny. House Bunny with yeah, Anna, with Anna Ferris. Ferris. Why does this sound familiar, but not? She was a Playboy no, bunny who got kicked out of the mansion, and then she stumbled upon a sorority house that was kind of dilapidated. Emma Stone's in it. Um, and she becomes their house mother. Oh my God. It's super funny. Yeah. Okay. I have to watch it. Yeah. There's There's some trending TikTok sounds for that. Like the whole like, oh no, those girls are all boobs and no brains. (laughs) Oh, is that from there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll be in a library reading dusty (laughs) books. Oh my God. So funny. Oh, that's funny. Uh... But yeah, I don't know. Girl sport girls always. It just wasn't my crowd, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. I, All right, Becca. What's, uh, what's been up with you lately? Other than, you know, yeah, growing a bump? human. Growing a human. <laughs> well, here's a growing the human update. This will be brief because it was very, you know, uneventful. But a couple days ago, she didn't like kick at all. And I was like, I saw. what the heck is going on? Because yeah. she's, you know, at this late in pregnancy, it's like she's rolling around you know like mm-hmm. i'm feeling it all day and that this one particular day like i went up to get to, the, to go to the bathroom typically that wakes her up and she starts moving and that didn't happen i was like okay mm-hmm. well and i woke up for the second time still no movement like i just didn't feel her really all day there was like tiny little nudges but nothing more and I was like, okay, well, tomorrow, if I still don't feel anything, I'm going to go into the ER. And then it was like 1045, like Daniel's like, you know, playing games with his friends. He's having a, he's having a Saturday night. Okay. And I was like, uh-huh. Dan, we have to go to the ER. Because <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, it's I wasn't going to, yeah, I wasn't going to be able to sleep unless I like made sure. Yeah. And I was really, I mean, 
as one does, I was like going through all the motions, like, and I feel like more than I should even have to because of where I live, but it just was really scary. And so we went and there was like nobody there, which was great. So we we got, we were the only patients in the ER. Wow. Uh, Because our like women's and children ER is separate from like the main one. So Mm, that's that's nice. nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we went and they like strapped me up with the monitors, you know, did the urine test, did all the testing. And literally as soon as they put the monitor on my stomach to get her heart rate, she starts kicking like crazy. And I'm like, (laughs) girl, little shit. Like literally (laughs) she didn't move that big all day at all. And then like the monitor, like it keeps like making like a loud sound because she's literally kicking the monitor itself. And I'm like, you couldn't have just like done this at home <laughs> anyway so you got a little jokester in her hand she was like punked <laughs> <laughs> i'm here bitch yeah yeah <laughs> is it me and my drama oh. she just like wanted to scare me i guess i don't know but this is really common like i've read about this in groups a lot yes. like if you don't feel movement just go in and yeah. it's it's fine like it's better to go in it doesn't hurt not. yeah so yeah. it was my first time doing that and hopefully my last you know so did you get it i saw the slide you missed it (laughs) i did i think i missed it um but yeah so that was it they gave me a soda and then she really kicked up you know it was just oh yeah yeah but it was funny because daniel daniel is such a sweet man i love him he was like well is there because they weren't going to give me an ultrasound and I was like, okay, like, sure, I'll, I'll accept that. And he's like, oh, well, is there any way? Because, you know, we're first-time parents. Like, we're this is, like, pretty scary. Like, we just... Mm. So he, like, advocated. It was just really sweet. And I was like, well, another <laughs> reason that I picked the right person. It was great. Yeah. Um, just little Have things like that. any research at all? <laughs> <laughs> it's been three weeks, Daniel. We found out yesterday. You should know everything by now. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. Yeah. Um, so they Daniel did like provides a like our best running jokes, honestly. Yeah. He should really get a cut, you know? Yeah. yeah. He should get royalties. Every time a joke is mentioned, he gets $10. Um, yeah, but so they did like a little impromptu. She was like, well, I'll see if I can find someone. But, you know, it's better to have someone who knows what they're looking at, because if they don't know what they're looking at, like it could cause more fear. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. I honestly, I totally get that. And she did end up finding someone who was just chilling and knew how to read ultrasounds. And I say he knew how to read ultrasounds. I can say maybe he observed a tech for one day and then was like, yeah, I know how to do this. So like, (laughs) yeah, like he found things. But, like, it was not good. <laughs> like, a good picture. Oh. Like, we saw her heart beating and, like, we saw her legs and stuff. But, like, he could not find her head. And I was like, her head's, like, really low. And he just didn't seem like he wanted to, like, go down there. And I'm like, that's fine. Uh. I, I get it. And, like, I was like, she's. You're like, you got to get down there. She's, you got to get to the pubes. All right. Where the pubes are, that's where her head's at. <laughs> like, if you're not seeing hair, you're not seeing baby. Like, she is low. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, he just, he was being a little ginger with it, but that's fine. We saw her, we saw what we needed to see and uh, yeah, bless the man who the just cut. decided to, it was like midnight, you know, so whatever, yeah. night shift, yeah. he was 
just going through the motions. But yeah, it was fine. Everything ended up being fine. But other than that, yeah. like honestly, I started like organizing the nursery and I was trying to wait to film it, but like I physically could not. So things have the um what is that called? Like the primal urges have started. <laughs> the nesting. I, I yeah, like I cannot I need to wash the clothes and I need to hang them up and I need to get the books in the right spot. Like, it's just like these little things that I'm like, why am I feeling so urgent about this? This is really silly. Um, yeah. No, it's not. It's just totally normal. It happened to me in full yeah. force. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, but we, Nicole, you are you. Are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're very... I would say I'm type A. Nicole is something that is beyond type A. I don't know what that is. Triple A. Triple A. Because I would consider myself a type A person until I talked to Nicole. I'm like, oh, I am very type B. (laughs) Got it. Sorry. Yes. Yay. Success. Uh, But yeah, we ordered our stroller. We opened and like figured out our car seat. We know how to like lock it in the base and all of that. We have the crib, obviously. So yeah, we're like ready because like I'm 34 weeks. Like really. If she came, yeah. really? if I went into labor like tomorrow, they wouldn't stop it. They would just let it go, you know? Right. Yeah. You kind of got to, you kind of got to haul ass here. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> I was, I was telling Daniel this. I was like, I want to make it clear that if I went into labor tomorrow, they would let it happen. So we need yeah. to get shit done because yeah, we're procrastinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's me. So, um, would you, you be had offended? the wallpaper. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say you had the wallpaper when I was there a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. And I've since decided against wallpaper because I found a different solution that would be easier. So I'm just going to do a painted scallop border around the whole room, like half the wall, one color, half the wall, another color and do a scallop border. And then I found these really cute decals on Etsy. So it's like wallpaper effect. That is easier. Yeah. I think that's going to be way easier considering... We're getting down to the wire and we both are like busy. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do an entire room transformation if I haven't even done that in any other room in my house. Like, why would I spend yeah. the last six weeks <laughs> doing that? So For a yeah. baby? <laughs> for a, for <laughs> some baby I don't even know. Do you guys remember some baby when Walt- sends me to the hospital for no reason? <laughs> no reason? I'm <laughs> <pray> already. <laughs> Remember when uh, <laughs> wallpaper borders were like a th- huge thing? Oh just my like, gosh! Yes. Like the oh three god. inch, oh god, yes. like grapes. You just had like At grapes and bananas. <laughs> yes. Grapes, 100%. monkeys. Oh my god! Yeah. It's yeah. like, I feel like we're going to look back at the scallop thing that I'm doing or like wainscoting <laughs> and like everybody's doing these like half wall things. We're yeah, going to look back yeah. and it's going to be the same effect as that, like, ha- like <laughs> yeah. border wallpaper. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, funny. Yeah. But what were you going to say, Adam? I think that's what I was going to say. No, oh, I oh. was going to say something else, but I lost it. Yeah. What were we I, talking we about right before the border <laughs> being there? We were uh, talking baby about... sending me to the hospital for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Oh, dang it. It was going to be Ordering the stroller? No. I mean, it's it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's fully gone. It's gone. That's fine. That's my only update, really, is I'm doing that. So... Yeah. Um, Adam? 
<laughs> well, uh, I've been listening to, okay, so Mama, Taylor Swift. Uh, mm. She's going to be here. I thought you were calling me Mama. Guys. I was like, don't. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> my f- i made a face i was like you didn't <laughs> okay mother we should call her mother taylor swift people call her yeah. mother which is kind of weird <laughs> honestly mother's kind of pissing me off with the whole like here's 18 different additions to my album that you can all buy <laughs> like i was On already CD. annoyed yeah okay so i was already annoyed with look look, look this this is such a superficial catch-up but whatever I was annoyed that, you know, (laughs) she breaks all these records. Like, good for her. I think she deserves it. But, like, she's breaking sales records because she produces a vinyl that you have to buy four of to create a clock. Mm. So it's like, is that really, like, are you really breaking records because you're forcing everyone to buy four of something? Mm. Because you turned it in this economy. Well, she's got, she released a song from the vault called You're Losing Me. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but. No, I didn't even know about this. Anyway, so she only put it on a CD that you could buy at her New Jersey show last weekend. That's the only place you could find it. You can't download it? Well, okay. So she did this when she released Midnight's too. She put this song, It Hits Different, on the Target CD only. It was a Target exclusive, but it just released Mm. on streaming this last week. So, oh, what the fuck? Maybe like six, seven months. It was only you could only get it if you had that Target CD. You could only hear it. Oh, I'm sure you could hear it online too, bootleg and stuff. Anyway, this song "You're Losing Me." It's probably one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my entire life. And mm-hmm. I have a happy relationship, but part of me's like, "Am I happy?" <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I shouldn't. This makes a question everything. But oh no it maybe it makes me realize like i listen to her album now in a whole different light because i'm pretty sure that her and joe were broken up before the album was even released yeah i watched yeah. miss americana again last night you guys because i'm in this very deep denial that i won't be able to attend the Eras tour <laughs> this weekend in have my tra- city have you looked have you looked for tickets <laughs> Oh, I looked and uh, we got the cheapest one at $1,007 and it is behind the stage. Okay, so here's my thing. Why do they even sell these tickets? Because they have like a huge catwalk. So like you won't see anything on the main stage, but you that she doesn't spend a lot of time at the front of the stage. It's always in this diamond and yeah. And the people in the back, they can't even really see the, the monitors, can they? They they put a TV back there for you to look at. Oh, they do. Okay, well, TV I could watch it on TikTok for that. But like, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't fathom the prices of these tickets. Like it, there, it's all over the news because she's going to be here this weekend. They're talking about traffic and all this, you know. And uh, Chicago's a big city, and Soldier Field is like sixty two thousand seats, which isn't a lot. Compared to some of the other stadiums she's been to. So I'm thinking that people are going to be outside of that that stadium in listening. droves listening yeah. to the concert. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's bridges around there where you can kind of see over the stadium wall. Well, you should do there's that. Other... I see <laughs> yeah, people so... doing that at all of the tour stops. I think it's kind of fun. I know. Me, Mia was like, let's just listen from the parking lot. And I was like... 
are we those people maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know if i could be bothered with the traffic and like just to sit in the parking lot it's so aggravating but like i know that taylor swift doesn't want these this price gouging to happen but then you talk about stuff like that and how she's putting a solo on a fucking album that you can only get at this concert and it's like but i also watched miss americana last night and she's She's trying really, really hard, I think, just to stay relative. And she doesn't have to try that hard at this moment in her career. But, like, she's kind of getting up there in age and she's been around for a really long time. So, like, Mm. will she start to die off? Like, will this whole crazy phase that people are having, will it go away? Like, maybe she's worried about that. I don't. I truly don't think so. Because, like, at her concert, there was adults, like, grown-ass adults like me. And also children like Me. under 10 who oh, were yeah we were all in the same place worshiping the same god you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> true though <laughs> i know that's what mia said she's like she's really covering all generations which is a hard thing to do as an artist yeah but uh yeah i don't maybe maybe she'll be another prince or uh i don't know i was gonna say michael jackson but never mind oh yeah I feel um, like she's there already. Yeah. She's a pop icon. And she's only 100%. She's what, like 35, 36? I think she's 30, 33. Let's oh. see. She's 33. Oh, wait. I guess we could Google it. I can't, I can't Google it because <laughs> I'm uploading something. Because <laughs> your internet. She's 33. Just trust me. All right, Steve. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. 33 um but yeah so well it could be an experience it could be a fun experience if you went and watched but i also get that you don't like being around other humans especially in that kind of quantity yeah or traversing any roads outside of your neighborhood yeah (laughs) yeah can you imagine if you were getting married outside of your house (laughs) well that's a that's a thing like the weddings like i'm not working this weekend i don't know how that happened but it pisses me off even more because i don't have tickets you know like i have nothing to do this weekend and taylor swift is just gonna be in town you know Mm -hmm. but um the the weddings in the city are gonna be fucked yeah like how do you even and like people plan their weddings like a year in advance and when did these tour (laughs) dates drop like less than a year ago for sure oh yeah like you just didn't you would have had no indication to plan around it i would not have my wedding downtown chicago on the same day that taylor swift is coming but like you can't change your wedding day plan it but like also i would not have my wedding downtown chicago anytime during the summer because this is the this is the thing this is what chicago does there's so many fests there's taste of chicago there's Lollapalooza. oh i love the taste of chicago yeah yeah i think that were they I think that they did something different last year where they did like different, um, they had it on like multiple days, but it was like different vendors. So it wasn't as packed or something. I don't know. They tried to do something different after they opened up after COVID because they stopped doing it for like three years, you know, two years, three years. But anyway, like downtown Chicago in the summer is ridiculous as it is. Having a wedding and like driving around doing photos is just so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Anyway. 
Anyhow. But yeah, I get what you're saying about her, like, capitalizing on <laughs> the fact that, like, you know, just coming out with all this, all these different things to buy. Yeah. I mean, because the girl doesn't need any more money. So, like, well, I can understand. the whole, like exclusive on a cd like i know people still like cds there's people out there be like i still listen to cassette tapes you know you're always gonna have those people but like i don't i physically don't own a cd player anymore like i don't own a cd player so i they don't don't even even have them in cars anymore so you know yeah it's just like why yeah yeah listen i i'm the the swifties are gonna come to me like the swifties are gonna come for me on this but that's greedy i really believe that like She's I really a, do believe she's that. A huge, <laughs> and I really believe that. She's a huge <laughs> artist. Like, come on. I d- yeah. It's like, I see, like, small authors doing stuff like that, or just, like, authors for, like, books and stuff. It doesn't sit right for Miss Swift to do that. Yeah. And well, I'm not a diehard fan, so that's probably why. Yeah. If you listen yeah. to the song, I think you'll realize, like, why she didn't include it on the CD because it's called a From the Vault track. You know, these are tracks that did never make it on her CDs, which we're seeing a lot from her re releases. Uh-huh. Literally don't know when I was converted to a Swifty, but it, I mean, it's full on happened. Uh, anyway. Yeah, me too. She, so it's a From the Vault track, but if you listen to it, it really, like, if that would have been in the CD or the album when she released it, everyone would have known that she was. Like mm. the the relationship was over, and I feel like oh. she was trying not to to do that until mm-hmm. it was announced. But she, that was there's been rumors that Joe's camp announced that they broke up, maybe because he was like oh. seeing somebody else. But like I think it was supposed to be just like a quiet thing, like no one's acknowledging it. So now that now that it's been acknowledged, I feel like that's why she released it now. Cause it kind of really doesn't mm. paint him in the best light. Cause if you listen to the song, it's basically like one of the lines is how can you say you love somebody and you can't tell that they're dying? You know, like all of this mm. stuff, like it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. Okay. But how do we listen to it? How did you listen? Did you buy the CD? Well, it popped on TikTok, So I screen recorded it. <laughs> Okay, we'll send it to us. So Thanks. when I go in my car, I just like go into my photo albums and I'm like, let's just play this. But you can find it on um, like Spotify now. People have uploaded like bootleg. So it's not from mm-hmm. the Taylor Swift, but like other people. Okay. So it's called You're okay. Losing Me. It is really, it's a really good song. It's haunting. Oh. Stop. Oh, gotta be in the right mindset. You're mm. losing me. Anyway, let's get to our topic. Let's get into it. Let's be that <laughs> podcast. Let's get into it 43 minutes in. Oh, it's 43 minutes. I was going to keep talking about Taylor. Okay. Oh, sorry. We got to get on the topic. No, that's okay. It's really nothing. Okay. Um, Girls. Oh, yeah. You're leading. The fungus gnats are out in droves. They are yeah, out. Yeah, we heard you 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 clap three times on a time where you weren't supposed to be clapping. You know what <laughs> happened is I repotted my Thai constellation, which I have in soil because aeroids and passive hydro setups not... Not a good idea. At least for my mm-hmm. humble opinion, you will never be able to keep something like that, keep sizing up to what it needs and have that be sustainable mm-hmm. for you. And, and you're, you're, you'd you're be dumping like huge. a gallon of nutrient solution in every time yeah. you water. So it's like, no. Uh, but anyway, so I repotted my Thai constellation and my Carnosa into brand new soil. It wasn't De La Tanks, I apologize, but I got Fox Farm at the nursery. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. amended it with some like cocoa chips and pumice, etc. But no matter mm-hmm. where you buy soil, no matter what soil you buy, it's going to have fungus gnats because they all have vent yeah. holes yeah. in it to not get. Mm-hmm. And they're all stored out in the open. Like you're just I mean, right. and sitting it's moist outside. in there. Yeah. So it's not avoidable. I'm completely overrun by fungus gnats right now. Uh, I've inhaled so many of them as I'm Ugh, like talking really? for work, just right down the throat, just right in there. Oh, right in there. Horrifying. Oh, God. It's the worst. Mm. Um, so I i haven't really done anything right now other than release the sticky traps. I've released the sticky traps. You know, I've been seeing some things on the IG about, you know, the the thing is, oh, you got to let your plant dry out. You let your plant dry out. I don't really buy that. I got to be honest. No, I don't either I don't think anymore. it's a thing. Really? No. I because- mean... Yeah, go. I've I've let my plants dry out a lot. I am a girl who lets them dry the fuck out. And it'll be like 15 days between waterings. There is no water. And then I'll water the plant and then here they come. Yeah. So like they're in there, but they're just not coming out until you like they're there regardless. But they're not coming out until you actually water. Yeah. Or they're multiplying when you water. Yeah, I mean, I just, I truly don't think that they need that moist, like, I just, I think that's a little bit of a fallacy that's, that's kind of being promoted as uh, common, common care. Mm. I just, I truly don't think it's a real thing. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to deal with this. Like, I got the sticky Mm. traps. Part of me is like, maybe I'll just get my beneficial nematodes again, because honestly, that wiped out my fungus net problem. And now that I have two big pots that I repotted i don't have a lot of things in soil in this house Mm -hmm. uh but those two big things part of me is like maybe i'll just do an order again and just like knock them out with the beneficial nematodes yeah yeah because i was gonna say like the plants are not small plants they're big so even if the drying out was a you know factor here and that would help it's gonna take a long time for that to happen yeah yeah uh last year i used a systemic that targets fungus gnats as well and that helped a ton was that your sns mm-hmm. 209 yeah and that's not to say i don't get them but i i, I do get them but yeah I wonder, if, my, I wonder if my pure crop one targets fungus gnats I'm yeah, to read, look at it. check the label Check the label. Check the label. Sometimes people ask me if like specific systemics will handle specific pests. I don't know. Just read the label. <laughs> like the label yeah. should yeah. say like the, the front label will say the big ones. But then if you open up the like instruction packet on the back that you usually have to peel open, they'll have like a complete list of all the pests mm-hmm. that kill get killed by this systemic. So that's what I've done so far. I put out the traps. In my, so mine usually starts in the greenhouse cabinet because it's so moist in there, so mm-hmm. wet. Like the plants, uh. it's just what's, what? What is going on? What's going on? <laughs> Adam just had to know. Um, <laughs> so it's really bad in there, and I held off watering in there for probably like a week longer than I should have because I just did not want to open the cabinet. Because the, mm-hmm. those gnats are going to go on my other plants. <laughs> yeah, they're going to travel. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I kept it closed yeah. for a long time. And then I put a bunch of sticky traps in there and probably like cut down the population by about half. And then I watered with my systemic and I hope that that helps. But yeah, it's a yearly thing, you know? And yeah. Mm-hmm. And why are we always surprised? We're like, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I know. <laughs> what the hell is happening? It's like when you get oh, sick, gosh. like you don't you didn't realize how easy your life was until oh God, like you, you're suddenly sick and you're like i will never take my health for granted again like yeah i will never do. Every i will time. never take fungus gnats not going up my nose for granted again and then it <laughs> and then of course you do and then it happens <laughs> oh man oh no yeah. i have my traps out because i literally just watered everything and i feel like this watering was a big one for some reason. Like I just neglected my plants last time. So like everything needed to be watered. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, there I can already like see it happening. So I put some some traps in all of my soil plants. And sure enough, there's some on there, but it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. I will say at this point in my life, like I remember, I do remember buying like plants, you know, every once in a while we probably all bought plants because we're like, oh, you know, I have a house. I should put a plant here um, before we were actually into plants. And I remember I s- distinctly remember seeing like fungus gnats, but I thought they were fruit flies. And so I was like, oh, yeah. they're all coming mm-hmm. from this plant and immediately like yeeted it into the garbage. Mm-hmm. And now <laughs> yeah. and now I'm just like eating fungus gnats on a daily basis. I was like, this is life. You know, I just feel like I'm the it's I'm the like- frog in the pot that was slowly boiling. And now I'm just like, I just, I'm just going to eat these bugs all the time. <laughs> it's like people who are not pet people and then they go into someone else's house and they have cats and there's hair everywhere and people are just like eating and there's hair on the table and it's just like, yep, that's how it is. And. <laughs> yeah, and then you get pets, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, that's how it is." That's yeah, how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking because it's now summer and it's warm outside. I'm thinking of doing my sulfur treatment on all of my hoya now because I my plan was to bring them all outside and do it outside mm-hmm. with protective wear on. Um, yeah, because I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Has, has it been a year since we've first started talking about this? I, oh, yeah. Like, it took oh, yeah. you like a year to come to grips with. <laughs> oh, for sure. Probably longer than a year, I would say. <sighs> I know. Because I definitely still have flat mite. And I do do the whole spray them down in the sink downstairs. <sighs> So I have the sulfur. I have a friend of mine who is another plant girl. She's like older. She's had plants longer than me. And she recently did a sulfur treatment on everything. And she swears by it and everything is growing. And I'm like, you know, when you get those people that like have success with something, you just. <laughs> I'm just going to leave those claps in. <gasps> two. Ooh, you got, got it. it. Is that two or is that a slide? Two of them. I think that was a slide. I think I. Amazing. Decapitated. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. Protective gear. Protective gear. Protective gear. Also, do it in a spot mm-hmm. that your pets won't get to. You like the dogs. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Right. It will help. Are your hoya growing? Like, have you noticed new leaves, new vines, new growth at well, all? Well, 
my my velosa remember how we talked about this and how we talked about how you wrap your hoyas around the trellis and i don't know the scientific term but you were like don't have the the main tip of the hoya going down because it wants to grow up anyway i took it off there and the fucker's growing now and i've got like (laughs) three new leaves on it so that one and my gray ghost that i cut up splashed with a bunch of water submerged in water actually and then propagated is now growing so it's just a telltale sign that i know i have I because my other my other hoya are not they're like at they're not growing like nothing and they're is knobby nothing's right growing, nothing's though. growing there's a yeah. there's a few of them like my pubicalyx has a few new um leaves on it but that makes me feel like it's bad because hoya will still grow despite having flat mite most Some of the do, time yeah yeah the yeah the try yeah. Right. Or they'll come out like wonky leaves or whatever, but they're knobby. They're not doing much. And I just feel like, you know, I mean, I think I'm going to do it. Again, I I don't know if I would recommend the sulfur anymore, but it did help knock the population down as like an intro. Just, you know, be smart about it. Use protective gear, all that kind of good stuff. So Um, what's the process in doing that? Like you just, you get one of those little puffers and, put it all over the leaves and all over the stems. Some people painted it on, which I thought was uh, whatever to each their own. My Hoya were pretty mm-hmm. big, so I couldn't do that. So I just used a garden sprayer. I emulsified it in like water, you know, a tablespoon oh. in, into like a gallon and then just sprayed it on my plants. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have one. of I have a garden sprayer. That's okay. what I did. I, did. I put it in like a spray bottle with water. Okay. Okay. Shake it up. Yeah, you keep you have to keep it. It does settle, so you just have to keep shaking it. But okay, I didn't know if like adding water to it would deactivate or whatever. I don't know. Okay, cool. I'll try that then. And then yeah. leave it on. Leave it on there, and then I. I mean, you could leave it on there for a month, but technically, if you're going to be doing the sulfur, you should be doing it each week for like two Ugh. months. But that's a really? lot. It, it, it is a lot. Um, yeah. I didn't do it like that. So, yeah. And it sucks because I have to bring all of my plants from downstairs, upstairs, and outside. And I mm. can't leave them out there because they will burn. Mm-hmm. They won't do good. And most are in Hoya. So I can't just, I mean, maybe I can leave them in my garage. Yeah. That's an idea. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like a lot of work. And that's why I've been putting it off because I'm lazy and it's summer and there's other things to do. <sighs> but not this weekend because you don't have tickets to Taylor Swift. So why don't you do that? Oh, God, I know. I'll just find someone live streaming it on TikTok and I'll set up shop and I'll just take care of my Hoya. That's you right. Know? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Done. Um, what are some other notable summer care stuff? Well, everything is thirsty af because af and i wanted to just talk about the reasons for this well number one the sun is out for longer so they're getting they're able to photosynthesize for longer right so they're using more energy therefore they're going to need more water to i am keep i'm not over exaggerating there are that many fucking fungus gnats here sorry and i just killed another one but we're done sorry Oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's all right. 
Um, so yeah, I, I just noticed, especially my plant wall. Ooh, very thirsty. Very thirsty. Yeah. Those terracotta pots. That's definitely a big one. I always get people that ask me questions about having my cactus outside. And most of my cactus, if not all of them, are mm-hmm. in terracotta. And people are just like, like I'll post in stories every day and it'll be like me watering the cactus. People are like, do you water them like every day? And I'm like, pretty much every other day if we don't get rain because the yep. terracotta is drying out in two seconds, yep. you know? And they're not in the ground. So it's not like Arizona landscape. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, they can get dry rot pretty easily and people don't, yep. they don't trust me, live and learn because it's happened yeah. to me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, any that's the thing with putting plants outside is like it's really great for them, but at the same time they're using more energy and water and like the air outside dries things out so much faster. Yeah. The wind, like just so many factors. All of mm-hmm. my cacti are in like eight inch pots or bigger, and um, let's say six inch pots are bigger. So I probably water like once or twice a week. Yeah. But yours That's are in good. like mine little, are smaller little pots. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yes. I don't actually the big ones. I don't I probably water those once or twice a week. Just like you. Like yeah. I have a couple that are in like eight, 12 inch pots. But um, most of them are in like tiny individual pots. So they they need a drink. Yeah. Every drink. day. Thirsty. Those yeah. bitches are thirsty. Oh my gosh. I water. the watering with my plants inside has been. I can't keep For up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're I, in Arizona. It sucks. It's even worse there. And you know, I brought in a pot. I went and found one because, like, to to just visualize, you know, these are the pots I love using. Uh huh. Which are like, yeah, have they have like a? Have, do you guys have this? Do you have these, Becca, or no? No, I really like that though. That's cool. So you have like yeah. the net pot that has slits in the bottom, and then this, which has like. You can see it has a like a, a wall, but then this yeah. is all like see-through and that's where yeah. it keeps like the nutrient solution. But because it's is like that, open. Sorry. Is what? that like open or is it like clear? It's open. Like it's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's just like an inch or two. Like an inch oh, and a half. Two oh, okay. Yeah. And so like. It's kind of nice because you don't really have to guess on like where your solution should go. Like you literally just fill it up until it starts overflowing and you're like, oh, that's good. But because it's open <laughs> air, it like these have been because some of my Hoya are still in these because Hoya don't need huge pots. You know, mm-hmm. I have a lacanosa that's like huge and trailing in one of these because that's just how it is. But it dries out like one day, one to two mm. days. And I was like, really? I, I, cannot, oh. I cannot keep up with this. So I've been like repotting a lot of my Hoya into a not a bigger pot but just like a different situation maybe that has a deeper cash po that's not out in the open so like the solution yeah. doesn't evaporate as well as the plant uptaking it you know Oof. yeah yeah Ooh, those evaporation. are good that's a big yeah big part of it too those are great pots though like I do love that just for yeah. airflow and stuff. Yeah. Like they're not because I have the ones I have the the cash pose that look similar to that or the net pots that look similar to that. But then the cash po is all enclosed, but it grows algae. It kind of like it's just stays super moist, which I guess you want now. But yeah. it's they still get kind of nasty. That's a that's a nice solution to that. 
I do love these little pots, but oh, I'm sh- I'm struggling with the watering, so that's been that's been a chore. I mean, luckily Hoya could go a little time without water. Like you're probably good for five days, seven days. Yeah. Yeah, she but don't want to. I I had a system of like okay, like doing it this shelf this week, this shelf the next week. Then it's like I could do two weeks between waterings, and I just can't do that anymore. And it's mm-hmm. this is the first year yeah. that I'm I'm really feeling like a little bit overwhelmed whenever I have to water. I mean, I have mm-hmm. felt overwhelmed before, but when mm-hmm. you can't like break it down into sections, it gets like, oh, can I keep yeah, up with this? Yeah. <laughs> And you have a lot more plants now because of the shop. So that's like just an added responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Too many plants. Not really, but. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of plants. Well, and they're growing because it's growing season. So they're getting bigger. Yeah. Um, and you guys both have, well, Adam primarily has most plants in pond. And Nicole, would you say 50-50 or what? I would I would say it's probably like 70-30, um, 70 being soil now. Yeah. Because I actually took some of my Hoya, um, a couple of my Hoya, and then like I got some new plants. The new plants I'm getting in, I'm putting straight in soil. I think I'm, I'm gradually moving back into soil. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just the the way I'm I'm turning. I don't know. I don't really have a reason for it. Um, but yeah, so like seventy percent is in soil. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say for a fertilizer with Adam, like fertilizing doesn't really change for you, right? Because you're just doing nutrients in the nutrient yeah, no. water, and that's that's it. Twenty twenty four seven all year round. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah. And then for uh, soil users, fertilizing really kicks up in the growing season. Uh, I've personally fertilized once a month in the growing season with the Tank Supermix organic fertilizer. I freaking love that stuff. It's the best. Really? (laughs) It's so easy. Yeah. If you have soil plants, that's really a good fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy. It's just like... All you have to do is just sprinkle it on top and then it it works for it's like a long term fertilizer because like liquid, are they like the pellets? No, is it's it just like a like a powder, like, like a like, very oh, okay. very fine solo. Did you try again? It's it's like wow, a protein powder is... for protein powder for your gym bros, you know, for your yeah. plants. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, sorry, Daniel is calling me. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's just like a really fine soil, and it's mm-hmm. awesome. I love it. And well, and the thing is, with liquid or synthetic fertilizer, it just kind of is like a an energy drink, whereas yeah. this is more like a long term solution. So you don't have to do it as often. It's no, not necessarily, but it just like stays in the soil for longer because if it's a liquid or yeah, liquid basically, it just goes right through. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And down the drain. Whereas this, it's like a solid material. So it stays Mm -hmm. and keeps feeding. I don't know. I really like it personally. And not because I got a relationship with them, (laughs) but yeah, Yeah. like it is genuinely because I like it. 
Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's a good fertilizer. That's what you need is you need, cause like it, the reason you're fertilizing is cause like all of that stuff's gone from your soil. So like it makes sense to put it back into the soil using an actual non-liquid form, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever used the, you know, the, the little green or blue or whatever, those sticks. little slow release pellets or sticks? Have you ever used those? Like in your beginning of your plant journey, Mm-mm. I have like never. The but fertilizer sticks and all those things, or like the little, you know, like in nurseries, like you'll see like the little pellets uh-huh. in your soil. I w- like I would say I release. would use them. I'm not against it. I think it's actually pretty smart. Yeah, but I've never used it. Me either. I haven't either. Good story. But like nurseries use them. <laughs> so what? It's a good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I do see a lot of people. The Osma coat is the one I see a lot of people using where it's like you basically just like tip it in your pot akin to the tanks superfood, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. what else happens in summer? Well, you can clear out your space because you can take your plants outside, which you two both have been doing. True. It, it always is a double-edged sword, though, because you're like, oh, I have more room. Let's fill it. And then so- winter Ew. comes around, you're like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This you is, gotta bring them back, Ian. This is going to be the year of not filling in the spaces for me. I yeah. I can't because it's just too much. But I just moved two more plants outside to my, my ficus. Oh. Oh, I, they're out there. I deadheaded my fiddly fig by the way <laughs> did you yeah let me show you they are oh. in my propagation oh, tubes there they are it looks okay. kind of funny but yeah so nice. uh, did you i did that and then i brought did the other you, two uh, ficus outside yeah they those ficus love being outside they Yours. love it. They grew a lot last summer, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, they love it. And the frogs love it. Like, they just, everybody's mm-hmm. happy. And everybody's I have, happy. I have a trellis that I want to <laughs> fill with plants, too. But I just don't know what plants I want to put in it. So I'm kind of still deciding. But, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of ficus, Figgy Small's not going outside? Yeah. Did you see I put a little poll on my stories today because I woke up this morning and I opened the blinds and I do my whole routine and I looked at her and she just she's currently putting out a new leaf. But then there's another leaf coming out again. Mm. And I did fertilize. So I'm like, okay, that's probably it. And I've been really diligent about keeping her hydrated. Mm -hmm. And she's right by the window. I'm just okay. Here's my thing. Like I Taking her outside more than likely will not be a bad thing. It'll probably be a better thing. But mm-hmm. what if what if she freaks out and then she's not she like she's happy? Like most people are saying leave her alone. She's happy, obviously. Yeah. But what do you guys think? I'm curious. I don't know if you voted. I would vote leave her alone. I would too, because you know what? She's been through some shit already. You almost completely abandoned her in the middle of winter. Yeah. And the only reason she got back in is because we were in her corner. And so now I just feel like. Her actual corner. Put baby in the corner and leave her there. Okay. Yeah. Well, and see the thing is, is she, the thing with putting plants outside, the risk that you take is bringing them out. They'll get a lot of leaves, but bringing them in, they could potentially drop a lot. 
especially ficus. So that didn't happen to me last year, but every other year that has happened. And so like, you know, it might have put out 10 leaves over the summer, but then it dropped eight when I brought it in. So you're like, great. We just lost everything that we worked hard for. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, what was it about last year? Because that's the same thing that happened to me. Like, Mm. I thought wholeheartedly she was going to lose her fucking shit when I brought her in. And she didn't. She grew all winter, which blew my mind. I don't know what was up with last year. There's something in the water last year where the plants just made it because I was being extremely neglectful of my plants all winter, all winter long. And they did fine. So I just... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They survived. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just going to leave her in the corner. I mean, my porch is, you know, missing her a little bit, but my porch will be just fine. Um, we did some planting, like as far as like summer planty stuff goes outside of house plants. Like we planted up a bunch of flowers in pots in the front and the backyard. We actually planted a lot of coleus this year in mm, pots. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I've never had coleus as a house plant. I know our dear friend Pam has a lot of coleus like indoors. She loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Pamela on Instagram. But the squirrels freaking love coleus. They keep digging it out of my pots. Really? Yeah. It's like they're, I don't know what their deal is. I think it might just be because it's like fresh planter soil and they're just looking for a place for their nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but it's only the coleus. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. Wow. I've had... I've had some animals eating my garden, which is very annoying. Mm. I'm about to go out there with some cayenne pepper. <laughs> hmm The bunnies. <laughs> I think, like, I think it's my, it might be squirrels because it looks like they're digging holes. And then, like, my plants oh. just happen to be like, they're like, oh, this looks good. Chomp. Wait, but yeah. is the cayenne pepper thing the same as with dogs, like, where you shouldn't use it because? It's, like, cruel. Yeah. 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 It probably is. That makes me sad to think about. But like, I also bought zip ties so that I could make little um, cones to put around my seedlings because Mm -hmm. once they get to a certain size, they don't dig them out. But it's when they're like little sprouts, they just love it. It must taste good. I don't know. So I'm going to do that. Well, I was joking about the pepper, but it's tempting. No, I yeah, know. well, I'm going to put myself out there and put myself out there and, you know, throw myself straight under the bus, <laughs> say something brave yet controversial. But I when I lived in my old house, this was a few years ago. This was like I was just listening to what people told me to do on the Internet days, you know, mm. and I had a prickly pear in my backyard and it was pretty big. And the squirrel kept taking literal chunks out of it, spines and all. I'm mm-hmm. like, OK, what are you doing? Doesn't that hurt? Ouch. Just kept chomping away at it, you know? And I'm like, yeah. okay, like I get it. Like humans eat prickly pear too, but like we despine it and cook it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so then people were like, just use cayenne pepper, you know? So I put like a little bit in a spray bottle with some water and I did the cayenne pepper thing and he, the squirrel literally ate the entire paddle. So not only did he not mind the spines <laughs> that were probably hurting him, he thought that it was extra tasty and ate the whole damn thing. So apparently squirrels it like it spicy. <laughs> yeah, you, you gave him some spices. Like, oh, thanks. Actually, this is really good spiced. 
I feel like a Puerto yeah. Rican. I feel like a Puerto Rican in his hair. Puerto Rican in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love that audio so much. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's that's, funny. that's what that squirrel in the neighborhood did. So I don't know. Maybe he just liked it spicy, but I don't know if it would necessarily be like a cruel thing. But maybe an animal that couldn't handle the heat would it would be bad and you wouldn't know mm. you know i think it's because it like gets in their eyes is that why it's considered cruel oh yeah, not because they're ingesting like, it because it would get in their eyes somehow if it, if it got in their eyes and burned then they paw at their eyes and kind of like almost sometimes claw oh my out. god yeah like try because, to take their eyes out because it's burning so much you know because it they don't really understand i don't know that's what i that's what i've heard yeah that's well, how the scroll was superhuman Mm. Yeah, because I'm imagining they're like walking around and it gets on their paws. And then if at any point in that day, if they haven't wiped it, they scrub their face. Ooh. That would be sad. I would not want to do that to a, a pet. Uh, I mean, yeah. not even a, a, a pet or a... Oh, you know yeah. what? Listen to this. I have a rant. Let's talk about pets and plants. There's this YouTuber <laughs> that I follow on TikTok. And this person has clearly commented on her videos like multiple times about this because she was like again i just okay hold on pause this woman just got a cat okay she has plants as well she not like she's not like us but she has plants and she likes them and she's really good with them actually and <laughs> because normal people couldn't be good with plants they'd have to be youtubers <laughs> like what why did i just say it like that sorry that was weird i get it like no, anyway, so she posts a video of just like her morning routine and like her cat is like following her around just being a cat. And this person comments and is like, I just really wish that you would be more mindful. Like, again, I just wish you'd be more mindful about having uh, plants around your cat. It's just really unsafe. Also, your essential oils, which the essential oils thing, like, yeah, actually, probably. But the plants, I was mm -hmm. like, why are we doing this to people? And uh, I was on a snark page a couple... <laughs> months ago because What's sometimes i look uh like okay usually like big youtubers there will be like a snark page where people are just like why are they doing this why are they? it's a hate page it's a hate page uh -huh. oh where you're at? on the dark web no and it's not that i like consistently check up on these things but if i suspect someone has divorced or something has happened i will look that's, you want that's all the, the tea, cheese that's for the sure. cheese may okay yeah. so is that on Reddit? Is that what? What that usually where would you they're find Reddit. These? Okay, Reddit is where I would look. Like, there's others that there's other websites, but Reddit is pretty much where I'll I'll go. But like, I did it recently with um, Aspen because she stopped posting so much, and I was like, oh. "Oh, what's she up to?" So I just like looked at the page to see what other people were thinking, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Um, I think I've probably said that before. But anyway, point yeah. is, I was yeah. looking at one of those pages and they were talking about how this person with a dog, she had a Monstera Deliciosa. And they're like, I just still cannot believe that she keeps buying these toxic plants with her dog. It's just despicable. It's so irresponsible. Her dog needs to be taken from her. Blah, blah, blah. Like they were oh going Oh my off. God. That's how people behave on these pages. So don't go on them. Okay. Just don't. Like spend minimal time, yeah. if any. Because people are like very, very toxic. But... I'm like, you can have these pets and these plants. Like, why is that like automatically like who is giving this misinformation that you cannot? I don't know. It just made me it's really like, mad because I'm like, she's not irresponsible. If the cat was eating her plants, she would obviously do something about it. Like, 
What? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, obviously, like with anything, if the cat scratches up your furniture, you're going to stop them from doing it. If a cat's eating your plant, you're going to take the plant away. Or dog, my dogs have never bothered my plants. Mm-mm. Dogs don't do stuff like that unless they're like super baby puppies or. Yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah. They just don't. Cooper did when he was like a little puppy. And I caught it because. You know, you watch your animals. Yeah. And also, I've I've also read, this might be, this is brave yet controversial because I, I haven't looked like really deeply into this, but I did see someone post like most plants that are considered toxic, the pet would have to ingest like mass amounts of that plant, like a the lot. Entire, yeah. Yeah, the entire usually, plant. Usually yeah. if they bite into it and it's the plant that like gives the crystals or whatever that like kind of makes their mouth hurt they'll stop because it does like I'm getting pain from just touching this with my mouth. Why am I going to keep going? You know? Right. Yeah. Unless it's a black lab. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Cause you know, black labs are known for just like eating everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, but yeah, that's so true. Like the, the pet from what I've heard would have to ingest a, yeah, a fuck ton of that plant for lack of a better word. I mean, so, I mean dogs, some are different, but like I think lilies are really poisonous to cats. Like yes, big time. So some it's a scale, but yeah, you're right. Like these owners aren't just gonna let their animal. Like Patches has started biting Hoya. Thankfully, Hoya are not toxic plants, but she started doing that. And I think it's because we got the dog. I think she's mad at us, but like mm-hmm. she's never done that before. But also like she's thrown up a couple times, and I'm like, well, stop eating it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I've moved yeah. the temp- tempting ones away from the bottom shelves kind of thing. But Exactly. You can like move things around. I don't yeah. know. That's super unrelated yeah, to the cats, current topic, but I just had to rant. I feel like cats, though, are, are more like mischievous in that sense where they'd be the ones more so than a dog to bother, the, bother them. Mm-hmm. But, but like animals, dogs specifically, <laughs> eat like raw meat. That are loaded with like parasites and they eat garbage out of the trash can that's been there for a week. You know, like their yeah. stomachs. They literally they, eat their own it, shit. Yeah, they, they <laughs> yes. lick their own genitals. Like I'm just and other yeah. dogs genitals. Like let's. <laughs> They'll be all right. They'll be all right. But I mean, not to like, not to be irresponsible here, but check the list if you're worried about it, blah, blah, blah. But like, like you said, you know, your you know, your pets, you're like, you're not going to let your pets do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like a yeah. chronically online take, I think, in the houseplant community. That would be a fun episode. Chronically online takes in the houseplant community. I don't know if I mm. could think of any more than just that one. We'll have to really dig deep for that. Okay, well, uh, on the this, list. this recently this recently became a thing for me because of that TikTok I did about the beige flag. And someone commented, like, this is so online. And I didn't know what they were talking about. Oh, uh, I don't think that that's a chronically online thing. The beige flag. I don't think that's a chronically online thing. No, they were replying to someone who was like, this is a red flag. You know, they were like basically oh. being like, yeah, yeah. So, but then I'm I was confused. Is that basically? Yeah, I'm confused too. That's why I'm. That's why I'm bringing it up to the young person. Young person, can you educate <laughs> us and be like, okay. what chronically online means? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So chronically online, it, it's okay. Think about like the simplest way I can put it 
Okay, because I am a cusper, millennial Gen Z, so I'm not fully in, but I, you know, <laughs> so I got a little bit of a handle on it. It's basically like whataboutisms is a chronically online thing. So you guys know what whataboutisms are, right? Mm. Okay, so let's say I can guess somebody like, I, I built my plant wall. Okay, and I'm showing you how to do it yourself. And then somebody comments and says, well, what about people who can't climb ladders? What about people who are in wheelchairs? Okay, uh, okay, okay. I, then don't build it. Like if you're li- yeah. if you're in a wheelchair then, and you don't climb ladders, then don't build a plant wall with a ladder. I'm not being ableist by putting out this tutorial. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's not for you. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's mm-hmm. plenty of right. content for that. Right. So yeah, that's okay. That's like a chronically online take. It's like, well, what about this person? Or like I've seen several. So the beige flag. But what like they were they're saying, saying that the what they were saying with the beige flag thing is. You know, someone says something that's like, so Steve is not being problematic by repeating back this information. This is like a very like benign thing. Like it's not impactful on the relationship. He doesn't know he's doing it. Yeah. Also like he's, I'm pretty sure neurodivergent as well. And like just does, didn't remember where the information came from. Yeah, exactly. feelings. Yeah, like it's not a big yeah. deal. And like the chronically online thing would be somebody commenting and being like, this is a huge red flag. It means they don't listen to you. They're a narcissist and they're oh, this. Yeah, okay. that's exactly what the comment that the person was like, this is so online. And I was like, what What does that mean? Yeah, okay. it's just I like it. taking the absolute extreme because like, yes, could someone who is a narcissist do that? Yes. But yes. that doesn't mean that Steve does that Steve is a narcissist and like has all these (laughs) yeah it's just like assuming the worst or you know yeah yeah, just like assuming the worst of people's intentions is like really chronically online there's like so many oh this uh, is a fun topic we could do this next do we already have a topic next week you know oh oh we're gonna have to make a list though because the the only one I can think of is this plant thing this like pet thing (laughs) oh well I can think of whenever someone's like takes a picture of a tiny piece of fuzz and everyone's like that's infested with mealybugs and blah, 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 blah. Mm. it's like is that oh a no, that's, bug? no that's just a little uh, mold that's just a little mold no honey, that's cat hair it's a hair yeah exactly <laughs> oh okay yeah my clean leaves are not clean <laughs> i'm gonna have to think about we'll we'll each come up with like two yeah okay 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 well let's wrap this up right I forgot that I was leading this episode. Um, thanks for joining us <laughs> on this journey through chaos. <laughs> um, Organized chaos. Don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at Potted Together. Leave us a review. If you're exiting, you don't have to tell us. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, no, but you'll, you'll provide joy for us. Um, anyway, leave us a review. Share with a friend if people like chatty episodes that aren't necessarily targeted about plants, but, you know, involve plants. Um, (laughs) I don't know how else to say that. And what else? Patreon. Ooh, our Patreon episode we just recorded. That's going to be going out for the month of June. So gay. Funny. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, we did more. We made it extra gay. That was really fun. Yeah, Yeah, those those are those are fun to read. So head over to Patreon, support us, give us money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) no. (laughs) 
in exchange um, for quality additional content and the content yeah, it's that pretty we quality provide, you know it's it's pretty yeah. quality i'm gonna say that yeah. anyway. i'm editing it but you can also follow us all individually. My Instagram is at Natude. Becca is at De La Plants. And Nicole is at My Clean Leaves. And yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.